You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Fucking add up. I guess that remains to be seen what will happen in a few years. Or driving them enough. Rich people don't drive as much. Rich people average 35 miles a day, and poor people average fucking 45 to 75, depending on tax bracket. Yeah. I I mean, that's true. I fill up quite a bit, I feel like. Yeah, but you're not rich. No. No, that's what I mean. I mean, he's got a a loving family that loves him, so I mean... He's He's rich in life. Yeah, of course. And he's doing well, but... No, I mean, like, there's a reason the Cadillacs are usually low mileage. Right. Yeah, they're they're not being driven very many Old lady only drove it to church on Sundays. Yeah, but even if a doctor bought it, like, he's driving it home into the club, into the place where he normally eats and everything else in their life, if they're making enough money to live exorbitantly back in the day. They're, right. they're being catered to. They're living their way. Now, now it's more like a Rolls Royce. There's a reason no Rolls Royces have more than like 20,000 miles on them. Because hmm. their butlers just yeah. drive it. Yeah, dickheads were buying cars that cost that much. It's also insane to think back that a Cadillac cost that much according to inflation in like the 60s. How much? Like in 1962, 61, the big Eldorado would cost as much. It'd be like a $180,000 car today's money. As his mom had a caddy. What year? I don't know. It was old. Big caddy. Oh, man. Like yeah. 60s? I couldn't tell you. I'll find out. I don't think so. I think it would be later than that. Was it square or did it have square fin? I think it was square. Okay. That's probably late 70s. Those are still yeah. amazing fucking rides, man. Yeah. And they were still, that was an expensive, that like cars, beamers then cost as much as like, Jesus Christ, Cadillacs then cost as much as like beamers do now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were still expensive according to inflation cadillac didn't really cheapen up to the market until like the late 90s they started to cost as much as like japanese luxury cars interesting yeah you always learn something new on broadcast geeks coming in here at episode 288 i am one of those geeks matt oren i'm jake becker and i'm midnight mitch jones uh yeah, you're talking about Cadillac, other cars. And yeah, how much Cadillacs about- were by inflation. A 1916 Cadillac, according to inflation, would be 2.3. They made Cadillacs back in 1916? They made V16 Cadillacs. Oh, my bad. I thought you said 1916. I oh, was no. Like, the, year, the year and the engine were 16s, baby. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, 16 fucking cylinders of get it. God, what is it? That's basically like a locomotive at that point. Yeah. And it was insane. There weren't roads that you could drive fast. Like most roads were still dirt track. (laughs) So having a car that could go 80 miles an hour that was a limousine was batshit insane. Most other cars in the teens could do like 20 to 30 miles an hour. Yeah. And the other cars were horses. And a Cadillac would legit do 75 miles an hour. Damn. Yeah, wow. that, that'd be like going 250 today. That'd be um, tech-wise. interesting to see if there was a lot of like UFO sightings when these cars were around. 
Because people would just be like wagon training to a different part of the country and then they just see a Cadillac stream by. Well, they had gas, bronze lamps. Like they had things on them that people would have recognized. Cars were Spartan. It would have looked like a carriage that was just flying. <laughs> what I'm saying. They're, they're cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo for carriages. I'm cuckoo for Cadillac. All right. So what's going on? What was in the... Uh... What was that in the chat earlier? You talked about Reed Richards. Yeah, oh. they're, they're talking about uh, Ben. Kylo Ren. Ben might be Reed. Yeah. What's his name? Adam Driver. No relation to Minnie. Or Baby. <laughs> or Baby. <laughs> but yeah, that's a weird cast, but whatever. Now, how reliable is this source? Uh, it's CBR. They're the most reliable of any of the gossip sites. Oh, they know it was on comic book resources. Yeah. Yep. What's the one that's similar to CBR, but is mostly bullshit? Comic book, cosmic book news is what cosmic is bullshit. Book. Also, we got this covered is bullshit. I like. Yeah. I liked what Jeff said. Oh, look at that car. Yeah, that's like Damn. 30 feet long. Those tires are so much bigger than you could ever imagine. That looks like the Adams family car. They didn't have nothing that nice. And that's the second windshield right there, baby. And what oh, is maybe that, a V16 Cadillac 1933? Yeah. Convertible sedan. Did yep. Bruce Wayne have one of those at the end of Batman Returns? Uh, he, he had a, a V12, I think. And it might have been a Packard. Mm. But he does. It's They all looked the same back then. That's what I mean. There, there was very little to distinguish car from car other than size. I he, like... What Jeff said about Adam Driver, I think he would make a good Doom. I'm looking at him right now. He he would because he's flat as shit. And Doom has that robot. Right. Like that would work. It would work. Yeah, that was a brilliant call by Albright. But I he could work as Reed. I just don't know. Because he's he's just, you know, this guy all the time in everything that he's in. Yeah. I kind of imagine Doom as more theatrical. He's more of a, like a, he's kind of like a snidely whiplash kind of villain. <laughs> nah, Dr. Doom will be back, fools. That uh, would be fun. I like that. What about him as the body and you as the voice? Sure. Brendan Give Fraser. me that money. I'd be awesome if I got to be the voice for Dr. Doom and they still made me get abs. <laughs> get, made you? Let you? I wish I was oh. like who male diet. Yeah, dude, just built like a brick shit house. Yeah, five meals a day from a nutritionist. That'd be kind of funny, actually, if it go the other way, where it'd be a post-pandemic doom, and he'd have all this weight put on because he was sitting around <laughs> binging episodes of Friends or something. Doom is a Chandler guy. <laughs> I think that would make for a funny, yeah. Uh, Funny skit. It doesn't have to be friends. You could insert any. I want it to be friends. I think you hit it right on. I think you, <laughs> you nailed it. You cracked that bar out of the park on the first swing, baby. Either that or the Golden Girls. Nah, I like friends. I like him being upset that he doesn't have friends. Right. Yeah. They, Ross and Chan, and Ross and Rachel were on a break. Yeah, or him being convinced that he he just needs the Fantastic Four to see how cool he is. And, and oh. then he could be the Chandler <laughs> of their group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that's that's doom's new origin story is that reed and johnny and sue and ben were having friends watch parties in the 90s and they famously did not invite doom they would not <laughs> include me <laughs> i was cast aside yeah his, now me, will his be metal cast suit sucked up tv frequencies or something <laughs> it sounds like two dicks has to do his voice yeah 
old three dicks <laughs> yeah do give him some more work yeah that guy's got to be made of money right like he's just constantly working yeah i i recently watched a video that his wife is a choreographer uh-huh. and she choreographed the peacemaker dance mm-hmm. and so oh, since really? it was like during the pandemic um she was like trying to do moves and she was like i need someone to kind of like do this in unison with me so there's a video of her and tudic doing like the the proto peacemaker dance nice i have not seen that footage but i need to yeah it's really good hell yeah but yeah what do you i mean he could be good he could pull it out because it might just be a matter of no one's ever asked him to be anything other than right here all the time yeah i mean i'm sure he's good in that marriage story where he he's from the memes where he pounds the wall well isn't that new movie white noise and he i don't know that he's bad but the movie is it, it looks that's like a new movie akin to the happening but it's I, I dude know, it looks it's interesting it's really stupid <laughs> because i was thinking people were talking about that um yeah that michael keaton movie white noise huh it's a new movie like, on netflix and it's garbage don't watch it oh i wasn't planning on it what's its re- but is, i'm curious is to it see a, what it's rated on rotten tomatoes is it a sequel no it's no it's not related at all some kind of weird uh chemical spill happens in an area and yeah, they all have to evacuate and it looks like it's it, maybe a dark comedy it's supposed to be it's so it's bad at everything it's doing. It no part of it. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. So bad. The first line on Wikipedia is in 1984, Jack Gladney is a Gladney. professor of quote unquote Hitler studies, parentheses, a field he founded. Oh, that it's, sounds terrible. I didn't read that part. <laughs> it's so trash. Okay. It's 63 from critics. It's 32 from the audience. Wait. It's fucking Adam, bad. Adam Driver needs that fucking movie where he fights a T-Rex with a machine gun to come out right fucking now the humor in the sh- like the whole thing of the movie is these people aren't reacting appropriately to anything but not like in a funny way like they're just not at the right energy levels for anything that's got it's really it's just like it's taking the idea of deadpan too far with too many characters like you have uh, to have really? somebody who's not yeah it's like a whole movie of straight men that are underselling everything like that is the whole premise of the movie is there's a disaster going on and none of these people understand the gravity of it or they do and they're just not excitable it's i can't i'll never get that time back <laughs> not not unless you shrink down into a less than a quantum size piece <laughs> yeah man it's yeah i feel bad for anybody who sat through it jeff said it the the pacing of the dialogue made his lady sick yeah albright or the professor albright oh said it in the chat oh it, i miss it's I, I started a new show, The Wife and I. What's start? that? It's this cute show. It's called The Oroville. No, <laughs> no way. Is that a you code start- name for Quantum Leap? Or are you fucking with me? It better be Quantum Leap. I got a huge raging hat boner right now because really, you said the Orville. We really oh, need yeah. to start the Orville. Good. Uh, Freaking sweet. She likes she likes Seth MacFarlane. So do I. What channel is Quantum Leap on? Is that on like NBC? NBC. 
So Peacock. Yeah. So we can start that too. So season. it is so good. I I'm I'm Jake. I know that the new new season or the back half of season one started. I think I'm going to let three build up so I can have like a quantum leap a thon. I am doing the same thing so I can sit down and watch them all next Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I was going to wait for it to be done and then we could watch it. But I don't want to wait too long because I don't want their numbers to dip. I, right. I don't. I don't want this to be a common trend amongst viewers, right? Because they've already been renewed. Well, maybe I'll watch one tonight instead or two. <laughs> but Matt, well, so you started season one, episode one of the Orville. Yes, which I have watched previously. Okay, uh, as had not. And I, I watched it just to see how, how she'd feel about it. And she enjoyed it. Cool. Like you, 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 you see Seth MacFarlane and you expect it to be funny. Mm-hmm. And it is. And it is. It's just a different kind of funny, you know? And It's a bit he, more grounded. He does it well. So, yeah, I knew we were going to like it. That's the point of that story. So uh, you've only watched the first episode or? Yeah, yeah. That's all we've started with so far. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. I like that one. It's a good, like, at the end where it's happy Arbor Day. <laughs> and they all they all argue about which would have sounded better. Yeah. Yeah. It, all, all the characters, you know, Ez has never watched Star Trek. So it's interesting when I quoted you guys to say that it's the most Star Trek that's not Star Trek. It's mm-hmm. the best Star Trek that's ever been made. Yeah. And it's I- really good. I do stand by that assessment of the show. It is the best Star Trek anyone's ever made. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Um, I recently started when there was kind of a lull. And I know there's not a lull. It's just I'm not paying attention to the right things. But I, I'm like. No, I'm, there's been a lull. I was like three, four episodes away from finishing my rewatch on Disney+. Plus. Cause I've been trying to watch it on Hulu and Disney plus to keep the numbers up, you know, <laughs> but, uh, nice of you. Yeah. I'm a wonderful man and Seth MacFarlane should be my friend. I would agree. Yeah. yeah, me too. You should write for him. I would love to. I got some American dad spec scripts in the fucking chamber. Hell yeah. Well, get them out. Brush that just off. I should send it to the world. My friend. I should stop being such lazy, lazy person. I don't know. So who's your favorite character so far, Matt? Is it Captain Ed Mercer? Is it Commander Kelly Grayson? Maybe it's Lieutenant Commander Bordas. She is. The, the commander is great. Um, she, She's really good, actually, at, at that part. I don't know. Yeah. Mockingbird. Yeah. Uh, I like no. Dr. Finn. Yeah. I like uh I like the two helmsmen. She's I like their interaction. Woman. Oh yeah. Uh Lamar, John Lamar and yeah. yeah. It's the little things in the writing that I really like. Like when he when something happens and then he pulls out his drink and he's drinking his soda at the <laughs> at the console. Uh, things like that are funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nuanced. Yeah. It's like they eliminated all the boredom out of a normal star trek fucking script <laughs> they just got rid of all the bullshit time you're just staring at a hallway and they intersperse some of the fun like fun stuff in the middle there yeah yeah, it's fair. yeah. there's gags and thoughtfulness to the whole thing as opposed to just the main storyline and then a lot of filler shots of hallways yeah yeah absolutely it, it was fun uh, i i think it's a good show that i have a feeling that if we watch a few and she likes it She'll just watch it on her own yeah, and, and cruise through, you know, just like my family did. They abandoned me with Abbott Elementary. Oh, um, no. Yeah. You see, Steve? I'm not caught up on. Okay, well, friend of the pod, I'm spoiling it for you because I don't care. I'm so happy for him. Steve and AJ? Friend of the pod, Steve and AJ. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, Steve and AJ plays a parent on 
Abbott Elementary, and he oh, does his a very toned down version of his impression of his family. Oh, that's nice. awesome! So he's playing. So- He's doing a stern African voice. He's got uh, his Wakanda accent on. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's not quite doing it that thick like his parents, but he's really, he did really good. It wasn't just like that it was him. Like both of the parents played the part exceptionally well of like immigrant parents that didn't have, didn't have any want or need to hear the shit they were hearing. Mm-hmm. And nice. Good for him, man. Cause he's had a That's... lot of good things, but this one's his face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was marked out when he was on BoJack Horseman. Yeah, that was crazy. But this, I got to see this because, yeah, like you said, he's getting some FaceTime. Good for him. Yeah, that guy told a joke about uh, the difference between white dude's balls and black dude's balls at an open mic one night, and I almost puked. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Yeah, dude. I've seen him kill at Comedy Works multiple times. He's He crushes, man. He's got it together. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. And he's got the eye. He does He does that eye thing, you know, where his eyes get real big. Yeah, he's very expressive. Yeah, yeah, he's very expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah. And he's he's good with people. I mean, he, he's done a lot of performance art things. He's good at controlling a room. Oh, he just did a one-man show. Yeah, and he used to be a I didn't make it out to that. Oh, God. Casual Steve. Yeah. That's how I met Steven AJ. He was Steven, quote unquote, casual Steve AJ. <laughs> like Cowboy Zach. Cowboy Zach or Sam Danger Talent. God. Brent. The very first uh, comedy show I was ever booked on, I was on with a young Sam Danger Talent back in 2010. Damn. Damn. That was when Brent Gill had as much hair as I have. Yeah. And he, and he was Brent the Great. Brent yeah. the Great. I remember now he's that. just Brent the Gill. Brent the Gill. Brent the Gill. With less hair. <laughs> he pulls it off. He's a stubbly yeah, bald man. So what's what's new in the news? What what has happened since last week? Oh, oh they've Jake shown, and I they've shown what? us a pile of Modoc and it's made, oh yeah. And it's made my 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 uh my wiener feel things. So oh, yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania released a new trailer during the college football championship. A lot of nerds were exposed to athleticism for the first time in ever. Uh not us. I mean, we know. Yeah, you know. Um, but have you have you watched that trailer or what, Matt? I have. I've watched. I don't remember it. seeing a Modoc. You see him twice, maybe three times, really, but twice. Now yeah. I looked it up, and this Modoc is actually Darren uh-huh. Cross. It's Darren from the, from the first Corey Stoll, I guess is his real name. Yeah, you know how he got all shrunk down, yellow jacket at the end of the first movie, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he got sent down to the quantum realm. Oh. There he has been turned into Modoc, and we're going to find out how, baby. He oh, got a big man. head. Didn't he? Well, if I remember right, got the his, stones. Fucking, his arms and legs like shrank first, and he was just like a torso with a head on it, which is some fucking crazy Wait, body when did horror. Wait, come out? Uh, yesterday. Last night. Oh, I didn't see this trailer. Yeah, it's full of Modoc, baby. Oh yeah, you should watch it real quick. But they uh, show they oh show. Oh my god, him. I see him in the chair. Giant head. Yeah, and see the stones on his helmet? Are those infinity stones? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I mean stones I on kinda... his helmet are colored. I think they're the infinity stones. I think they're another set. No, it's just one red. There's a, a red thing, and then there's a yellow reflection. There's no green? No, no green. Not in that shot, at least. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Wow, big head. 
Modoc. Oh my goodness. So wait, who was in, in comics? Who is Modoc? George Tarleton. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to change that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, they've taken so many liberties with other things. I just, I, whatever, you know, I think it's a small thing to change. And it's not that big a deal. Like, I don't think they're going to keep Modoc as a main character. They might. This makes the world sense. instead of introducing an all new character, they already have a villain who hates Ant-Man who's been shrunk down to the quantum realm that can fill this role. There's no reason they don't need to have the universe be as big as it is in the comics. There he was again. Yeah. With his eyes glowing. With his eyes glowing, floating yeah. in the sky. Dude, it's going to rip. Yeah, he looks angry. There's already theories that instead of being, uh, what, 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 what do you call it, a uh, mechanical organism designed only to kill, it might mm-hmm. be a uh, mechanical organism designed only for Krang or only by Krang. Oh, shit. Only uh, for Kang. That Kang, makes it sound makes it sound like he's a... Uh, servant, or he's like a a sex guy. Well, yeah, but I think they might <laughs> want to take the name Killing out of the marketing material. Well, but don't we all? Won't we all serve Kang at some point? I mean, he is a conqueror. Well, not if Ant Man has his way. I also think Scott's gonna die in this movie. Oh, that I think that too, and it makes me so fucking sad. It's scaring me already. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, because that way. Well. Maybe they could say, make him still be called Modoc, but to change the K out for a C, because isn't there one version of Modoc in the comics Comics where he's, uh, what is it? What's the M stand for? Mechanical. Mecha- Mecha- oh, man. <laughs> Mechanical organism designed only for conquest. Mm. Yeah, I have heard him. Yeah, notable aliases. That's the mobile organism designed only for conquest. Mm. So maybe they do that. Kang the Conqueror, whatnot. Kang looks fucking amazing. His suit looks great. The way they're doing the blue. Yeah. I don't think he's going to die because they show the helmet making you feel like he's going to die. And we know the trailers just fuck with you and get you to think one thing and then throw a curveball. Oh, I'm going to fucking sue them so hard about this. <laughs> we do know Bautista's going to die. Drax. He, we, we, we know that he's done. And that like, they keep showing him mortally wounded in all the trailers. What? I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah, they keep showing him with that giant gash in his chest. Them all carrying him and crying. I didn't pay attention. I thought I thought that was and then Mantis and and uh Quill are shown like crying over an operation table. I totally thought that was Rocket that's gonna die. Rocket might die in the movie in the Galaxy Three movie. I'm done running. Yeah. Guardians the Guardians movie Rocket will die. Yeah, same with Drax. Yeah, okay. He's in the new movie, but in the trailer, he looks like he's dying. Like they show him with a giant wound in his chest. When does it come? When do these movies come out? When does Ant Man come out? In a week and four days, or in a week and seven days, month and seven days. I know how to speak English. Do you have a date? February? Yeah, the 17th. February seventeenth. We need to see it together. That'd be sweet. Um, and then. What's um Guardians? Guardians uh, of the Galaxy 3, May 5th. All right, we got time for Cinco. And then the Marvels is July 28th. Cool. I can't wait to see that, man. Me neither. I can't wait to see her, uh, uh, Miss Marvel, interact with Carol and then them bring in Photon. It's going to rule so hard. Um, Yeah, dude, I, I just, I get this pit in my, I watched the Ant-Man 3 trailer a lot in the past couple days, you know, since it was released yesterday, I guess. But 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I, I also get this feeling that Scott Lang is going to die or he's going to, the, the line that keeps sticking out in my mind is the whole, like, I don't have to win. Both of us just have to lose. Yeah. yeah dude. He's going full Tony, man. <sighs> well, uh, I think they want us to think that. I think they might, might be setting us up for a young Avengers and he kind of needs to be out of the picture for he'll just bow out for Cassie, Cassie to, yeah. to really have a drive to want to be a superhero. Yeah. No. Or he just kind of sacrifices himself to stay in the quantum verse so he can trap Kang there or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he comes right. back later we or he dies now. Die. And then when there's the Kang war, the Kang dynasty and all the different variants are coming in, we might see a different Scott Lang or maybe like a my Hank, Tom Cruise, baby. I don't know. I, I think Hank's going to die in this movie too, to be honest. I think, Hank, I think he'll die and there's think, no reason why he should. I think Hank and Scott are both not long for the MCU, which sucks. Cause I'd really like Paul Rudd to be one of the Avengers going forward. Yeah. Yeah, what are they going to bring in, Eric O'Grady? No, I just mean, but like, how long are they going to keep Chris Hemsworth? Well, he's almost done anyway, because he wants to slow down and live his life more. Yeah, but then they hired his daughter to be the new strongest person in the Marvel Universe. So I think they were, I think that was a gangster move. I don't think she was necessarily the best girl for the part. I think they saw the validity in bringing his daughter to work every day. And now if he quits, he's going to have to explain to her why they both don't have a job anymore. Kevin Feige just out of spite cures alzheimer's he's like your fucking australian ass belongs to the marvel cinematic universe yeah man I, he's I like, re- oh fuck mate i really think that was some g'd up shit that feige pulled like oh you you want to spend more time with your family yeah let's hire them cool we'll have your brothers in this one again and then your daughter's going to be promoted to the most op superhero that we have at the very end of the movie why is that because she's got the powers of eternity i can't remember thor yeah Love and thunder yeah dude love is she's got the power of eternals and the power of a god because hmm. she's originally um gore's daughter yeah so right. she's also a super being yeah much and like a, thor being odin's son right but also an eternal or a cause she's an eternal right no she's, know. She's, she's an eternal she's a uh she's a, a celestial? Uh, celestial she's a celestial she has the power god. of just that being eternity yeah she's she's the she's like the closest thing to a god god that exists in the in the cinematic universe right now yeah well i don't know i guess we'll have to wait until february 17th to fucking find out i'll be down in trinidad for that nice uh when they're riding on that big flying thing and it like dips its wing into the water i just for whatever reason in my stomach i was like fuck avatar yeah fuck avatar (laughs) i don't know i just it made me it look like it was trying to maybe bank on the popularity of avatar with that shot no they're just doing cool shit if scott lang uses his ponytail to fuck a space horse in this i don't think you're walking out of the theater huh mitch (laughs) <laughs> my popcorn my raisinets and me are done <laughs> um i watched a couple of weird i've watched two sitcoms this week oh yeah yeah what i watched watch? i watched all of home economics what's that i remember that show it's a really good show uh i don't know if that's true it's a really fun to watch show uh it's on abc it's on abc yeah it's on abc and it's a uh, Topher Grace. Oh, I've seen. All right, I've seen a trailer for it. And the guy who plays like a dipshit cop or teenage criminal in most things he's in. What's it called? 
Uh, Jimmy Tatro. That's the guy I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of. Yeah. And he was in uh, American Vandal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was such a good show. I should finish watching that. He and played it's about, the dude who drew the dicks. Yeah. And it's about Topher Grace, who's Tom, that guy, Jimmy Tar- Tatro or whatever, who's Connor. And then their sister, Sarah, are this family. And they all have very different levels of income and prosperity. And the sister's a lesbian and their parents are insane. And it's just like about this big family. It's a lot like a modern family. It's like a modern family about funnier, young, slightly younger parents. I've never seen Modern Family. Oh, Modern Family's a hoot. Same yeah. guy that created reboot nice so if you like reboot yeah modern family is a hoot probably one of the better i mean i haven't watched all of it but you know if it's on and there's nothing else on it's perfectly serviceable it's great it's a good binge too like it's a that story builds on itself really well i just want to say good for ed o'neill ed o'neill's so good in it as like the dickhead father-in-law to what's Mm -hmm. that what's that dipshit's name who plays the one dad ty burrell ty burrell yeah, Ty Burrell plays an unassuming dipshit as well as anybody ever has. He is a human Labrador retriever in that show. I think he was in a he was in the remake of Dawn of the Dead, uh, directed by Zack Snyder. I think you're right. Like what, ten years ago or thirteen years ago or something? Roughly. Oh, I'm seeing an ad for the new Night Court. Uh, oh yeah. Still haven't I haven't watched that either. I haven't either. If they don't bring back um, Richard Maul as Bull, I'm going to riot. I mean, I, I think he'll be back. I think everybody's He probably should. He's, he's still alive. Also, last week I said Marky Post is still alive. Marky Post is not alive. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, what was that? Was that looking up? Oh, again? yeah. Ty Burrell was Leonard Sam. He was Doc Samson in the Edward Norton Hulk. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. And nothing ever came of that. So right. yeah, he's um, in Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Damn, almost 20 years ago. Jesus. Yeah, we've been around. Yeah, that movie's old enough to get drafted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but that show, Home Economics, is really good. I, it's very much in the vein of that. I think the humor's a little bit more angled at us, whereas Modern Family's really broad. It's just done exquisitely. Mm-hmm. this is more it's a little bit more niche it's not niche in any way but it's more niche than modern family okay there's not very many storylines about the kids like it's it's really entertainment for adults modern family you could enjoy with a nine-year-old kid they'd get a kick out of all the kids storylines oh really yeah okay um I'll, i want started watching koala man sorry oh, were you gonna say something more no, I was going to say Koala Man, and then and then because I, I remembered that, and then another sitcom. But let's talk Koala Man, dude. Koala Man, the sleeper hit. I know that I've a lot on this podcast been like, I can't watch that show. It's too British for me. But <laughs> I fucking love Australian shit. Like, there's this one podcast, Weekly Planet. I love that's from Australia. Koala Man is like really doing it for me uh matt it's an animated um it's an animated show about this guy you know it's an australian american yeah animated show about this guy who wears a cape and a koala mask and is a a superhero yeah i saw a trailer for it i don't have that channel yeah okay Uh, we need to get you hooked up with that i thought it was straight up aussie i'll have somebody um 
get it for me. Fair enough. I mean, I found out about it because Hugh Jackman tweeted about it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I watched the trailer and I was like, premiering January 9th. Oh shit. That's today. And I spent, I stayed up late on Sunday into Monday watching the first three episodes. And I'm so glad I did. We both did, which was great. Yeah. I I think I've watched five now or six. I, I, I started watching four and five last night and I unfortunately laid down into comfortable position. So I fell asleep a little bit. So I got to go back and watch those, but I just, I love how Australian it is and how there's those two crackheads that are just like, I fuck Afghan. Like, yeah, those guys are crazy. Uh, the way they say on. Yeah. That's not on. That's not on. <laughs> it's very hilarious because I'd never heard that slang before. And I do enjoy Australian comedies because I'm very weird and I'm out of things to watch. I like Australian comedy. Have or, you seen Ronnie Chang's? You... No. What is that called? Ronnie Chang, Chang. TV show. International student. It's called Ronnie Chang International Student. Okay. And it's an Australian show from when he lived there before he moved here. And oh, interesting. He's the main character, and it is wildly fucking funny. I think you can watch it all on YouTube. I do want to check out that koala, man. It's just, I have to wait for it. I'll wait for it to be done, and then I'll... It's done. Oh, is it? It's uh, one of those... Full it got all Yeah, all 10 episodes. Um, it's made by the same person that did Smiling Friends on Adult Swim, and also YOLO. I can't remember the whole title, but it's like, it's so weird weird when like i don't really like those other two shows but it's always weird when a, a creator drops a show that i'm really into you know and I, after not liking their other work yeah no i know what you mean sometimes too i've had it where like i enjoy their new shit so much that i can almost go back and appreciate where that voice was in the old stuff yep it's a uh, retroactive goodwill i believe well and like a weird like now you have an insight into at least part of their weirdness so it's easier to get on board with the rest of the freak shit going on especially with like adult swim creators i don't know i'm very unfamiliar with most adult swim like i know adult swim stuff and i know what adult swim is but I, i'm very limited in my knowledge and i'm looking up here now you said smiling friends i'd never heard of it it's a um, huge hit but it's got finn wolfhard in it yeah and his brother nick who looks like he also wolfs hard maybe a little harder <laughs> oh speaking of wolf and hard did you hear that your fan theories went all the way to the core on that young boy will oh yeah he uh yeah, noah schnapp he's he snap yep yeah. he he's gay it, uh... good for him man yeah, yeah. He's out and loud and proud at a very young age. Very good for him. Yeah. You know, nobody should be unhappy with themselves. Everyone should do what they got to do. And and I'm glad he was able to come out through the show and then come out afterwards. Yeah. I wonder if that was a coincidence or just like really he, good casting. Or maybe, you know, he confided in someone and they started writing his character in that kind of direction. Yeah, maybe they just changed that for him. I could see that. If that's true, good on everyone involved. Yep. Yeah. But good yeah. for him because that wasn't even normal for like the last generation of pop stars and TV stars. But I was yeah. going to I was going to post something to the group and then I just thought, "Nah, they'll I'll see sit it. back and let yeah." They'll all know I was right. They'll all, they'll all know. <laughs> Let the applause roll in. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, no, I almost posted something about how right you were, but I couldn't think of how to cleverly type out, look what you did, Matt. Yeah. 
I manifested it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Told you my my gaydar was going off, and I, I picked up on that. I mean, that's probably why he was able to fucking act so good at that scene where he wants to tell Mike, and he fucking can't. And it just breaks down. Yeah. yeah, he's probably been waiting to tell Finny forever. <laughs> wants him to wolf hard. Is that the sequel to Spy Hard? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck i'm never gonna breathe again <laughs> um yeah but yeah man a koala man couldn't be weirder it couldn't be more fun mm-hmm. it, it's a really good cast i like the mom a lot yeah she's great i don't know what else she's been in is she an australian yeah i think they all are that's why i said i didn't know it was an australian american production other than the fact that the production company is american i think it's pretty much oh, australian shit. Show. sarah snook who plays uh vicky she is on succession oh don't watch that show that's for adults she she's won several awards for playing the character on a golden globe a screen actors guild a critics choice television award and nominations for two primetime emmys great oh she plays shiv yeah yes nice yeah shows that are about adults fighting over money which I'm not and I won't have, or shows about like reality stars living their lives just don't appeal to me. Also shows about guys working, like fishing or driving a truck. Man, have I never gotten home from work and wanted to watch someone else work. That's never, (laughs) never not once happened in my fucking life. I don't know if all the people who watch that are on the dole or disabilities and just like that's that's their escapism. But that's the biggest crime that's ever been pulled on humanity is televised work. My goodness fucking bastards that is funny it's true <laughs> that's why it's funny it's so true it's like no nah, yeah when you say it like that dude i, if, I feel you and I if i meet I a guy who tells you. me he's into ice road truckers like i don't want to be his friend i don't want to be friends with someone who's so stupid they can be entertained by another man's work at night fuck that we live what in if the it's a golden age of television what <laughs> if it was about people who have sex on the ice road and it was called ice road fuckers well that sounds cool so now i'm in see tiny adjustments <laughs> and it's cold catch. so there would be a lot of tiny adjustments if yeah. you know what i mean yeah, you know, you know, I, I fully agree with everything you just said i the only reality tv i watch is alone uh or things like that like i like to see people going out in the middle of nowhere and surviving yeah but that's like reality tv that is some people doing some hard shit that's real that's not shut up sarah like that's not that shit there's none of that it's somebody like, going quiet guess... i'm trying to hear which one of these morons in this house are gonna fuck each other <laughs> yeah that's somebody whispering to themselves i wonder if my poop's edible uh, <laughs> what yeah these people that get stranded out there what is the one uh where they have to spend 30 days alone that's alone that's matt that's the one no, matt they likes. spend more than that no, those are the ones. The alone's the one where they go as long as they can, right? Right, right. Yeah, they that one's fucking crazy. Days. But those are people generally that are kind of into it, right? Yeah. No, there's another one where they take like random people and put two of them in the woods, and the first one to give up loses. Oh, naked, naked and afraid. And afraid. Naked and afraid. Yeah, they, they're not that, random. They're they're survival type people. I yeah, think. but they usually pick people that have like questionable to laughable survival skills where it's like he took a seminar in the local park in new york city one day yeah i did watch he's uh, a local superhero 
naked yeah. and afraid until I found alone. Was a Boy Scout until the third grade. Like shit like that. <laughs> are there accreditations on that show? Whereas like alone, I think is people who are like actually kind of okay at this, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Yeah. But the other one's quite funny, but it's not entertaining to me. Like I'd have to watch a highlight reel of people suffering. I don't want to watch an hour of people figuring it out. There's no one to root for. Mm, no, sir. We all lose. <laughs> uh, I Matt, have also. Oh wait, Mitch. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick, Matt. The one of the like funny. I don't know. I mean, if this is spoilers, but like one of the funniest things that in Koala Man that I was really got my like just really fucking solidified it for me that it's like a it's a pretty funny show. Well, I mean, all, other than all of it. Um, there's, so Australia is 15 hours ahead of <laughs> United States. Yeah. So there's a character in this show that's a really old man and he gets in trouble by the time bobbies who are <laughs> cops that, uh, affect people that, uh, or, you know, they arrest people that fuck with the flow of time yeah. because, uh, this kid, uh, they got the newspaper that the Titanic sank. And since they're 15 hours ahead, he wrote a telegram to the Titanic so that it didn't sink. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid as shit. Oh, it's so funny. All right. Uh, and there's a great line from Hugh Jackman's character, Big Greg. He's like, "We'll just ship him out to where we, sh- uh, where we, where we send all of our fixed up junkies, Hollywood." <laughs> Have you seen Huge Greg? No, not yet. There's another bigger Greg. <laughs> also, it's funny that Dapto is a real place. I didn't know that. Dapto is where this uh, show takes place. Mm. Dapto is a suburb of Wollongong in the Illawarra region of New South Wales, Australia, located on the western side of Lake Illawarra, covering an area of 7.15 kilometers in size. I've always wanted to go there to New South Wales because there was a restaurant in Colorado Springs called New South Wales that served Australian food and it ripped. I've always wanted to go to Australia, too. What is Australian food? Kangaroo, crocodile, ostrich, blooming I've onions. Had, I've had ostrich and can and uh, not kangaroo, uh, uh, crocodile. Kangaroo is better than crocodile. I would think it would be tough. Nah, it's like lean chicken. Well, they're very muscular. Yeah, but they just like fry it up. They like brine it, fry it. Mm. It's like chicken. Mm. All right, maybe. Yeah, it's like all dark meat chicken. It's really good. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to eat that. And then the ostrich. Didn't they have an alligator or crocodile dog at biker gyms? Yeah. Yeah. I never was brave enough to try it. No, what you meant to say is I was never dumb enough to pass up the rest of the menu. Fair enough. Who the fuck goes for that choice when you're sitting there in front of like, should I get the duck wrapped in bacon or the pheasant with I tried multiple things because I had easy access to it, of course. Right. Yeah, it's still not going gator. I tried it just for the hell of it. Give me that reindeer. It's fine. Gator's fine. It's just bland, chewy, shrimpy kind of. Okay. Hey, also, I like this? it because it's oh, the closest thing you'll ever get to eating a dinosaur. Yeah, I don't need to do that. <laughs> you can eat a chicken. They're close. Yeah, to chickens are way closer. I eat several fucking dinosaurs a week back. Yeah, dude. Have you seen this robot chicken DC comic specials? No, I saw them on HBO Max the other day, I think. Oh, really? I thought so. Or maybe I saw it on something about what was coming to HBO Max. This looks this looks wild looking at the voices for this. Uh 2014. 
I might have seen that one, but I think there's two new ones. Alex Borstein is Wonder Woman. Well, she does a lot of voices on the show. Clancy Brown is Gorilla Grodd. Zach Efron is Superboy. Nathan Fillion is Green Lantern. Hell yeah. Alfred Molina is Lex Luthor. Nice. Nice. Paul Rubens as the Riddler and Giovanni Ribisi as the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Green has pictures of everyone in compromising situations. That's Hollywood's dirty secret. Fuck, dude. Not and- Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he does. How do you think he's been Chris the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> they must get along. You know, he must uh, like him enough to have him do that. I don't think they've all worked together in years. No. No, I mean, Seth MacFarlane's too busy. That man, his life can't even be fun. I mean, probably- it looks fun. He he's like releasing his weeks. big band albums where he croons along with the best of them. Yeah, I think he's a psycho. I think he's a little cave on that can't stop working. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when he eventually retires, he'll get to do whatever he wants. He, he won't. He's not going to. He's going to either get fired out or he will never quit on his own volition, man. You know, I would never stop working, too, if I was supposed to board one of the planes that flew into the World Trade Center and then miraculously was too drunk to make it to the airport on time yeah and then became him yeah (laughs) yeah you got paid for doing 1960s comedy shtick beautiful yeah we're here for it everyone we should all be so lucky yeah um speaking of the 60s i've also been watching uh the new wonder years oh 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 um it's with the black cast yeah don Cheadle's the narrator yeah we watched an ep my girls watched an episode of it it's so good i think it's way better than the original wonder years it was the one where they uh um the boy had to go to the hospital oh, i haven't gotten to that one yet i don't think yet oh okay they must have watched a few episodes then well yeah because i mean i'm pretty how far in am i it's up right now i'm on episode 11 oh man okay uh i don't know they i know i, I watched it the boy or it might have been was it on tv or streaming oh that's a good question because if it was on tv they might have just caught a live one no we don't watch live tv okay cool yeah but i was just reading here before we get close to wrapping it up that paul rubens turned 70 this year Holy Whoa. shit! that's that seems both correct and incorrect at the same time doesn't it yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm not sure how that makes me feel. Dang. Like I knew he was old when he did Pee Wee Herman, but you know, there's old and then there's old. Um it's a really good cast though. Uh did you guys ever watch the uh the West Wing? No. Okay. Uh did you ever watch um Psych? Yeah. Okay. Uh Dule Hill. I know who that guy is, yeah. Yeah, he plays Gus? The- yeah, Gus. He plays the dad yeah. in uh, the New Wonder Years, and he's like a professional jazz musician who's like done well and is living upper middle class mm. for a black family back then as a jazz musician. Yeah, like he's a really good character, and he plays the living shit out of it. Man, he rules. Um, the kid is this kid named E.J. Williams. I think he was credited. They show his real name once or twice, but he plays the main kid, the uh, the Fred Savage, if one would. And he is a savage. I love this kid. He's so good. And then the mom plays this professional mom who works at a federal office as a head accountant. And like she's an amazing character. And then his older sister, it it starts, you know, the other one starts with Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. This one starts with Kings. Oh, well, that's cool. And his older sister is a Black Panther, and his older brother's in Vietnam. Oh shit! And like, so it's yeah, it's a little more heavy than the original Wonder Years. It is, and they put less weight on the kids, like 
romantic relationship. Like it doesn't really center around him pining over one girl. Like he is, but it's definitely meant to appeal to a broader audience or at least like a less creepy audience hmm. than the original one. All right. But I'm always pining after Winnie. It's really good. Yeah, the girl's Kisa in this one. And man, is he crushing on Kisa. But yeah. like everybody's first kiss isn't like like, you know, that was a whole two part episode in the original Wonder Years when he finally kisses Winnie and shit. I don't I don't think they're gonna go that hard for this. It looked good. I watched a little bit of it. It it had some, you know, it had good messaging. Yeah. His cars are accurate as shit. Oh, really? Yeah, accurate that's as a, fuck. That's a big one for you. Yeah. It, I was going to say, isn't the Wonder Years supposed to be the 70s? No. Well, I guess other, it doesn't matter, Vietnam. So No, the other 60. Wonder Years is when JFK got shot. That's how it opened. What? Right, Matt? I I thought it was the late 60s into the 70s, you know, because of Vietnam. That'd be crazy if they were showing the Zapruder film and <laughs> D, uh, JFK's head goes back and then it's like, what would you do if I sang <laughs> out of tune? <laughs> I would laugh. That's what I would do. Uh, original Wonder Years takes place from 1968 late. to 73. Yeah, yeah, what does it open with then? It opens with something crazy. Probably the moon. Well, moon landing 69. Is that what it is? Would it be Kent State or anything? They shoot uh, let's see. Episode. Kevin McAllister. Oh, nope, Kevin Arnold. Winnie's brother is killed in Vietnam. Hmm. That's how it opens? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, that's the the first show was way heavier. It's the kids being sad or Kevin having to learn from his family about the news and shit. And there was that nerd Paul. Yeah, dude, that everybody thought was uh, Marilyn Manson when we were kids, remember? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was like an urban legend that that was Marilyn Manson. It was pervasive enough that Marilyn Manson dispelled it before he was canceled. That was back in the day when you could just say like, hey, that kid used to be... You know, he grew up to be Marilyn Manson, or my uncle works at Nintendo, and kids just had to believe you. <laughs> There's a secret <laughs> layer underneath the play place at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I bet it still works mostly with kids of, a, of an age before they get smartphones. Yeah, that's that's becoming younger and younger these days. We're all going to be robots, Matt. Robots. But yeah, I really like the new Wonder Years. I hope it got renewed. I haven't looked. I should look. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, reception. Yeah, they pushed the series, pr the season premiere to the summer. Of the, cool. the Wonder Years? Yeah, it was going to be a mid-season. Yeah, it was going to air mid-season because that's what it did the first time. But it looks like they didn't have anything they wanted to replace. So they're going to air it as a summer series. That's, yeah. I mean... Sometimes that's not the best for shows because during the summer, people are out doing stuff more. So there's generally less viewership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now that they count every stream within three days as two thirds of a view. Damn, that's fucked up. Only two thirds of a view. Yeah. Because they know you're not watching the ads and they use those numbers to sell ads. So, oh, so that's why heroes like me who are watching the Orville on two separate streaming platforms that's like four six. That's right, man. I'm bad at math. But, <laughs> um, it's like one. And okay, a, one and a third. One and a third, baby. That's fucked up. It should be a full. I mean, shouldn't they take into account that you pay for the ads to be removed? No, because that doesn't do anything for the advertisers. They use hey. they use ratings to sell ads. 
That's the only reason ratings exist. Right. They have to quantify. Yeah. Netflix only keeps track to tell investors how many people are watching things and decide where to put their money. But everyone else is played their worth. Yeah. Yeah. But the other networks are keeping track so they can turn around and tell Gillette, like, look, Quantum Leap's getting 2 million people a week. So pay us the amount of money it costs to have 2 million people see your fucking product. And we'll put it right before the show comes back when everybody's waiting for it to come back. (laughs) We'll have Dr. Ben Song do a shave scene and then he'll be like, this is the best a man can get. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Work it in organically like that. Yeah, well, that that's the thing is they're going back to that sort of like not even discreet product placement because we're all skipping ads and paying for no ads. So now they're doing like the 1950s style like and once again, folks, we're brought to you by Colgate like that's being right pushed as a new model. I don't think I could leap properly if it wasn't for Marlboro brand cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gee, Bond, you got a Winston. <laughs> Should think, Fred. <laughs> Yabba dabba doo. And it's filled with nicoglycerol to help you cough better. Yeah. And that they just switch it to black and white for the ad because Winston didn't want to pay for their cells to be painted. Really? <laughs> That's yeah. why that's in black and white. Yeah, they weren't going to cough up the extra money for production for the Flintstones to be in color. So, And at that time, most families were still watching on black and white TVs. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just want to let you know, the Orville's brought to you by Kellogg's Corn Flakes. Yeah, which, you know, if ads are going to be a thing, I'd rather watch the characters I give a shit about and paying attention to tell me that's what's paying for me to watch it than it shift over to a Doritos ad that's an assault on my senses at three times the fucking volume. <laughs> when you least expect it to. Yeah, Charlie Day just screaming about Mountain Dew on my YouTube. That's <laughs> why Stephen AJ held up a can of RC Cola in that episode of Abbott Elementary. <laughs> uh, I only drink he Tab. Did. I only drink Tab. Uh, well, it is that time, Mitch, unless you got something else you need to throw out that you don't want to forget. I, I don't for this week, but uh, I'm sure there's something we missed. So if we missed it and you're out there listening to this, please write in. Send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can follow us on all our social channels. We have a Facebook page that you can like and find all of an archive of all of our past episodes. And I don't know what's up. I tried to share the Ant-Man trailer on our page like I normally do. But for yeah. whatever fucking reason, our feed is just when Podbean publishes the episodes. It's not. Uh, it's not sharing anything that I try to share to the page's feed. That's neither here nor there. But uh, follow us on our Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. On Instagram, Broadcast underscore Geeks. We also have a Reddit page that has a bunch of tumbleweeds blowing through it. Post some shit on there. Who fucking cares? Um, But if nothing else, just find us on wherever you get podcasts and on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Like us, share us, give us a five-star review if you'd like, because that helps out in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. But if nothing else, just come back next week and hear us shoot the shit. And until then, we leave you with our standard super secret sign-off line. We're not secret. We do it every fucking episode. Excelsior! Excelsior.